the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Now it's time to think and discern. This is Bob Bernie Live. And welcome to the four o'clock hour, Bob Bernie Live. What a delight, what a privilege, what an honor to be on this side of the microphone knowing that you folks are on the other side of the microphone. What an incredible audience this is. And uh, thank you. Thank you for faithfully listening. Thank you for being an LTD. I I probably should mention that more often. Uh, I don't know why I have kind of cut back. But for those of you that are new to the program, uh, we're all about being LTDs. <laughs> Hell, you young whippersnappers, you probably don't even know what an LTD is. Now, there's all kinds of things that LTD can stand stand for. For me, when the first thing I think of LTD is a car. I'm a car guy. I am just hopelessly a, a car guy. Uh, always have been. My dad was. Uh, uh, my... My wife doesn't have to worry about me looking at other women. I'm always looking at cars. This this is a true story. I'm gonna, let me chase a rabbit here just for a moment. Uh, the car that Joy and I had when we got married was a 64 Ford Galaxy 500 XL, a baby blue with white leather interior, bucket seats. Oh, my God. Goodness, that car was a beautiful car with a 390 police interceptor engine in it. And it was just it was just like new. One of the dumbest things I ever did was sell that car. But anyway, that was that was the car we had. When we got married, we drove it on our honeymoon. Our going away pictures on our wedding day are in that car. It was just a very, very special car. Well, I always wanted another one. I always wanted another one. There are two cars I always wanted, a 51 Ford pickup, because that was the car I had when I took my driver's test. So that was always special to me, 51 Ford pickup. Uh, I paid $150 for that truck. It was really good shape back then. So anyway, uh, after we got married, we'd been married about a year. I sold that, that Ford, that Galaxy XL, and regretted it ever since. So, we, I don't remember, and this is how my brain works, I don't remember where we were going or where we were coming from. Ah, we were coming from somewhere because we were going north on, I believe, uh, Highway 81. Does that go through Virginia? I think it does. Where would we have been coming back on? Anyway, we were on Interstate 81. I think it was 81, uh, coming through Virginia. 
And we're cruising along at, you know, 65, 70 miles an hour. And off to the right in a valley, probably three quarters of a mile off the highway, sitting beside a barn was a blue 64 Ford. It was like three quarters of a mile off the highway. It was way, 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 way out there. Could just barely see it sitting behind a barn. And I told Joyce, that's a 64 Ford over there. And she goes, "Uh uh-huh, yeah. Um, So anyway, (laughs) true story. Ask Joy. At the next exit, I get off. I go into a gas station. And I go into the gas station and say, hey, we're uh, traveling back to Ohio. And uh, I saw in a field way off the highway back about, I don't know, five, six miles, a blue 64 Ford sitting in a field beside a barn. The guy in the gas station says, oh, yeah, that belongs to so-and-so. He's got a whole bunch of cars out there. And I said, really? I said, would you happen to know how I could get in touch with him? He says, yeah, I got his phone number. I know that, but it's true. He gave me his phone number. I didn't call him then because we didn't have cell phones then. That was a long time ago. We get home. I call this guy. Hey, we were uh, driving up the highway. And are you the guy that has the blue 64 Ford sitting beside the barn? He goes, yeah. Would you consider selling it? Yeah. I bought. And it was cheap, by the way, because it wasn't in that great a shape. Uh <laughs> I I bought that thing, borrowed a buddy's pickup truck and trailer, and drove all the way down there and picked it up and trailered it back to our house in Westerville. Now, why in the world did I even get into that story? I have no idea. But anyway, uh, <laughs> i got to get back on track. What in the world was I talking about? Uh, Okay, I was talking about this. Okay, Uh, I'm glad that you're listeners and you're out there. And uh, I have no idea. But now you know an absolutely worthless story about how I bought a 64 Ford. I also bought one because that one was really bad. I mean, it was. It was really bad. It didn't have the original engine. I didn't keep it long. I also bought one. In Elizabethton, Kentucky, about the same way. And that was a really nice one. I kept that for several years and, again, borrowed a buddy's truck and trailer and went to Elizabethton, Kentucky and bought it and had that for several years. Had a big engine, glass pack mufflers. Some of you know what glass pack mufflers are. They're loud. I embarrassed my, my kids we're all in high school. I would take the kids to school in that car, and it had the police interceptor engine like the one that Joy and I had when we first got married, and it had these really loud mufflers. I'd pull up to the school to drop the kids off and then rev the engine, <clears throat> embarrass them to death. Ah, that was fun. And then I sold that one. Shouldn't have died. Well, it was starting to rust. What are you going to do? So anyway, 
All right. Uh, I need. Uh, now that I have completely wasted your time on things that really don't matter, here is something that does matter. And I'm trying, I want to bring you up to date. Uh, the California Assembly, the California Assembly Health Committee, has voted 11 to 3 to advance Assembly Bill 2223. Assembly Bill 2223. And if you're a regular listener, you know that this bill has the potential to legalize infanticide. No, seriously. It talks about a woman who aborts her child or loses her child by her own actions, prenatal or uh, perinatal, which is after birth. And depending on the medical expert, perinatal could be a day, a week. It could be a month. So if a mother in California gives birth, that's perinatal, after birth, and causes that child's death for any reason up to a month after birth, the mother cannot be charged She can't even be investigated. Now, talk about radical legislation. Uh, It is not through the legislature yet, but the uh, California Assembly Health Committee voted 11 to 3 to advance the legislation to the full House of Representatives. I would hope, I would pray that even the whacked-out liberals in California would see how extreme that legislation is and defeat it. I'll uh, keep you posted on that. My number, 877-BOB-LIFE. <laughs> when we come back, I'll, uh, I'll try to discuss some things that <clears throat> really are important. Well, cars are important. Yeah, not that important. All right. <laughs> We'll be back. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live. You know, uh, I, I want to say this carefully, cautiously, but uh, truthfully. I, I love unity, but division is not always bad. Uh, when your kids were young, for those of you who have older children now, uh, didn't you tell your kids, don't hang around with the wrong crowd? Which means... Divide. You never told your kids, hey, hang around with everybody. Make sure that you hang around with everybody at school. No. You told your kids to be careful who they hung around with. And not only that, you probably prohibited them from hanging around with the wrong crowd. Uh, Unity is something to be desired. But when it comes to right and wrong, truth 
and error? Division is a good thing. I I grow a little weary at times in the political world and the theological world with the false, impractical, unbiblical emphasis on unity. There are a lot of people who say, well, we shouldn't talk about doctrine because uh, Jesus wanted all of his followers to be united and love each other, and doctrine divides. Doctrine is divisive, so um, we uh, we should not talk about doctrine. We should just talk about love and peace and loving Jesus and and uh, we uh, uh, doctrine is a is an individual thing. Well, obviously, those people have not read all of Scripture. They have not read all of the New Testament. They have not read all that Jesus said. There were times that Jesus was very unifying. There were times that Jesus was very divisive. Well, we are seeing here in America, in the political world and in the theological world, more and more and more of a necessity for division. In the mainline Protestant denominations, the real Bible believers are dividing. They're leaving, and rightfully so, and biblically so. The Bible believers are saying, we can't go along with the denomination anymore. They have compromised truth. They have compromised Scripture. They are embracing heresy. They are embracing compromise. And uh, it is now time for us to divide. And that's a good thing. In the political world, folks, listen, the left is going farther and farther and farther left. It's interesting because on the right, in conservatives, we have probably seen more of a moderation. We don't see the far, 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 far extreme right very much anymore. We really don't. They don't get a whole lot of attention and so forth. Uh, But we're seeing a a division because the left continues to go farther and farther off the deep end to the left. And as you and I know, everything the left, left touches, they kill. They destroy. So why would we want to unite with people who are destroying everything we believe in and everything that has made America great? Now, the reason I went through all of that is to commend some politicians particularly some governors who have the guts, who have the courage to do what is right in the midst of a whole lot of wrong. An example is Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt, S-T-I-T-T. I don't know a whole lot about him. I don't know anything about his personal life whatsoever, but I know he's got some courage. Yesterday, Oklahoma Governor Kevin Stitt signed a brand new bill into law in Oklahoma explicitly prohibiting the use of non-binary gender markers on state birth certificates. So in other words, in Oklahoma, 
You're a boy or a girl. You're a man or a woman. That's the only thing that can be placed on a birth certificate in Oklahoma, and you can't change it. Now, the bizarre, crazy, insane fact is there are some states in America where you can actually get your birth certificate changed. Wait, 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 wait. It is a birth certificate. A birth certificate certifies what happened at birth. What is so hard to understand about that? So if you were a boy at birth, your birth certificate says you're a male. If you were a girl at birth, your birth certificate says you are a female. Because that certifies your birth. And yet, in some states in America, an 18-year-old, 19-year-old, 20-year-old, 30-year-old can actually have their birth certificate changed from male to female or female to male. Or X non-binary, neither male nor female. Well, then it is no longer a birth certificate. Because, did I mention that a birth certificate certifies birth? Not the confusion that a person experiences when they're 18 years old? Well, you can't do that in Oklahoma. It is now law. Boys are boys, girls are girls, males are males, females are females, and uh, that is the only thing that will be allowed on birth certificates, and you cannot change it. The uh, Oklahoma representative that sponsored this legislation said, people are free to believe whatever they want about their identity, but science has determined that people are either biologically male or female at birth. We want clarity and truth on official state documents. Information should be based on established medical fact and not on an ever-changing social dialogue. Here, here, for uh, Oklahoma Representative Sheila Dills, who sponsored the legislation in the House of Representatives... And congratulations to the governor who signed it and made it into law. May their tribe increase. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.